Hi everyone, today is October 10th, 2020, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week, we're going to catch up with some of the Zexal World characters, go over the level up cards and dual skills for the three characters we have, Yuma and Astral, Bronx Stone, and Tori Meadows. Also go over... Uh, Taya Gardner event again. The This is the DSOD Reminiscence of the Future event. Another opportunity to get that Legendary Duelist. As well as two new cards. We'll talk about the two new cards. And Ranked Duels October 2020. Catching up on those two new cards. And in general there's a whole new meta going on too. So we'll discuss that. Um, my apologies. This episode will be a bit rushed as I am pressed for time. To make this episode, I've just been uh, strapped for time. So that is that. So my week in the dual world, let's start with that. Uh, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of um, finding a deck to play, I guess. Uh, there's going to be the new Karakuri deck, which comes out. Well, the new Karakuri deck already exists, but when they enforce the nerfs, the deck might be a little better. Um and also maybe new witchcrafters. There's different things going on with the different nerfs. It's a very tricky time to figure out what to play. In the meantime, I'm trying to learn XCs again. I'm playing general XCs decks. And I'm also playing Stromberg deck. Stromberg deck is one that can accommodate XCs decently, actually, with the monsters coming together, level 3 monsters, and also the level 4 monsters that can special summon each other. So... Not really getting much there, and honestly, I haven't been playing a ton. Uh, I've been occupied with my second, uh, my my main love of baseball, and baseball's having their uh, MLB's having their playoff format. All these games, I'm just, I just finished watching a game right now, so I haven't played a ton. I, I'm honest, I'm not playing a ton, but this is definitely an exciting time to experiment with different decks in Duel Links. In a changing meta. So. Meta Weekly 145 is the only tournament. We'll be talking about. And this encapsulates. The changes that are going on. In Duelings meta. So first place. Choo Choo Destiny Draw Invoked Roid. So we. This applies the nerfs. Going on. And you have the union of two nerfs there. So burn decks. Roid burn was a thing with shadow game. Direct Attacker, Submarine Roid, that was really good. It wasn't like a meta deck by any means, but it was a, it was a deck that you saw in tournament settings. Now Invoked also got nerfed, putting Alistair as a 3 of, and that made you go away from the Element Sabers with the Field Spell, that kind of killed that. And then also the Invoked Neos deck. So it's a union of two nerfs, Put together into one deck. And it works decently. Because Submarine Roid to Water. That's kind of the main. Uh, piece with Megaroid City. Attacking directly for 1800. That's pretty good. And this deck also has a Rescue Roid. As a fire attribute. Uh, Rescue Roid's not really good. But it's the only fire attribute. For Purgatrio. Now this deck. Um, Destiny Draw. You could get your Alistair or whatever. Or your field, field spell to tutor stuff. So 
three Alistars, two Invocation, two Submarine Roids, two Kite Roids. Don't forget, Kite Roid is a Roid, so you could tutor it with the Field Spell. One Rescue Roid for the Fire, three Mega Roid Cities, that's the Field Spell, three Phoenix Chain, two Floodgate, two Bad Aims, two Karma Cuts. So basically, it's like a fat uh, Invoke deck again. With a lot of trap cards, kind of like what Element Sabers built themselves off. Second place, Minty Alternative Evolution Blue Eyes. Very typical deck. Three White Stone of Ancients, two Dragon Spirit of Whites, two Dawn Knights, three Sage with Eyes of Blue, two Cosmo Brain, two Blue Eyes, two Ballista Squad, three Karma Cuts, one Hallowed Life Barrier. So definitely a lot of stuff to dispose into the graveyard. Those trap cards do that, and also the monster effects, too. Nothing new, though. Nothing too exciting about this deck. Top 4, Zenzo with level augmentation combo Shiranui. So this is the divergence. Shiranui have become two different decks. Um, and this combo version, it, it kind of came as the mill version in the last tournament. The last big tournament, kind of like the mill version of the deck. But they nerfed all the mill cards, so this is what's left of it. And the combo version is basically Ghost Meets Girl, discard your opponent controls a monster, you discard a zombie, special summon a Shearing Wave, a different name, and then, uh, yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of signature cards in this deck. Another one is Sealing Ceremony of Catan. It works with the Banishing. Banish a fire monster from your graveyard target opponent card in your opponent's graveyard. Banish that target. Two different cards. Needle bug nest as well. Top four trap dexter balance card curry. So the nerf to restart basically made all those decks balance decks because you require seven uh, traps and spells. So you know, they might as well run balance. So Karakuri naturally gravitated towards balance. And all they needed was more trap cards. They just ran, you know, uh, cash in and karma cuts. But now without the need to run hey, true nades or anything like that, there's more room for trap cards. And there's definitely more than enough good trap cards in Duel Links to play. So this balance deck is two uh, Kunamzan, one Hypa, Two Nanishi, that's a nerf to Nanishi, that's totally fine. Three Inasachis, and then the spells, you got two Cosmic Cyclones, three Cash Cache, and one Gamma Oil. And then the Trap Cards, two Trap Floodgates, one Bad Aim, one Cash In, two Karma Cuts. And Duong's meta has updated their tier list as they have a new top player council, a new set of beliefs. Tier 1, Karakuri have stayed, but then Kar uh, Crystrons have been promoted all the way up to Tier 1. And then the combo Shiranui deck are, are here as well. Tier 2, we have Blackwings and Witchcrafters. Those were the same. And Ritual Beasts. Ritual Beasts, I think, were Tier 3 for the longest time, but now they're still in Tier 2, I think. Tier 3, we have promotion of two new decks. Control Shiranui, which was kind of the old Shiranui deck, um, stays in Tier 3, and Invoked Magician Girls. They've moved them up. I don't really know why. I'm not sure if this is based off science, um, 
the Royd the Royd invoke deck made the first place um made first place in the tournament, so I'm not sure why they're here. And Satellar Knights have been removed from the tier list. Alright, let's get on to Taya's event, Reminiscence of the Future. Two new cards here. Um, about the old cards, it's you know it was, it, it, was, it was notable for having Witchcrafter, so it's Witchcrafter Genie. That's the only way to get that card, and also Witchcrafter Patroness. So if you're trying to build Witchcrafters, even though they've been nerfed to the ground, I'm, I bet they could still be played for King of Games. So this is the this is the chance to get Genie and Patroness if you don't have those two cards. You missed them at any point. Now is the time to get them. But there's two new cards that are less, a lot less important from this event. Let's talk about those. First is Victoria. It's a UR level 4 light fairy, 1800-1500 once per turn. You can target one dragon monster in your opponent's graveyard. Special summon that target to your side of the field. Your opponent cannot target face up fairy monsters for attacks except for this one. Very weird card. Specific anti-dragon tech. Uh, I could disable any Dragon Graveyard Strategy, like Blue Eyes. So this is like a tech card in a tournament, basically. Uh, if Dragons completely took over. Now, Blue Eyes aren't even a ranked deck in that tier list. None of them are really main Dragon decks. There's there's different archetypes going on, but nothing's like a Dragon Dragon deck. This would have been a good card in that Red Eyes meta, Blue Eyes meta, but you know they would have to be specific tournament settings where everyone's running those decks so outside of that victoria is not very useful at all uh, speci very specific uh, goal of this card is to be a tech card the other card is athena level 7 fairy light fairy 2600 800 if another fairy monster is summoned inflict 300 damage to your opponent once per turn, you can send a one face up fairy monster you control to graveyard except for Athena. Then target one fairy monster in your graveyard except for Athena. Special summon that target. So this is a victim of the uh, nerf. So the, the TCG card is 600 burn. This is 300. So every card, any card that burns from now on is going to be half. So less good there. 2600 for two tributes, pretty bad, so you're going to have to try to cheat this out some way with a special summon. A little bit of a burn ability. Again, being nerfed, not as good. But this is useful for shuttling fairies in and out of the graveyard. And it seems like you could do the same one. You could kind of pull the trick with um, that Lumina does. Lumina, you can toss a Light Sworn and then get the same one back. So this one, you could toss a fairy in your hand get it right back, special summon it. Now this could be used to abuse certain abilities. Like if a monster comes back and has an effect on special summon, that would be pretty cool. I think Athena, Athena could be used in that capacity. It is definitely very clunky though, just being this uh, you know, 2 tribute 2600. You have to find a, get a, a way to get it out, but uh, she, she could definitely abuse any ability Maybe it's a card to watch out in the future when there's better fairy monsters that are worth playing that are meta. But right now it doesn't look like it's a useful card, but it's not it's its ability is good enough to make it 
worthy of some consideration down the line, I think. It's it's too good of an ability, that constant recycle, to say this, this is just a bad card. Alright, so it's time to get into Zexal World and talk about the characters we have. Three uh, legendary duelists and their uh, dual skills, unique dual skills, and also their level-up cards. I think we talked about the farmable rewards already in a past episode when we first explored XCs. So let's talk about the cards. So Human Astral. Human Astral only have three unique cards. You get three copies of each, though. The first one is Zubaba Knight. This is the first card you get. Uh, level 3, Earth Warrior, 1600-900. At the start of the damage step, if this card attacks a face-up defense position monster, destroy that monster. So This is a very... Um, there's a card that's very similar to this, and that's Six Samurai Iru. It's one of the first Six Samurai monsters. And the only difference, really, is that card attacking a face-down defense monster. There's an effect destruction Zubaba Knight will let you destroy a face-up defense monster with effect destruction. So, Iru is definitely better because you can get by flip effects. There's a face-down monster and you negate the whole flip effect. doesn't even happen. But you do need another 6 Samurai monster on the board to activate the effect. This guy activates the effect no matter what. So really the point of this card is to destroy something with high defense that's in attack mode. I mean, defense mode, some kind of wall, or to get around a floater. So certain floater monsters have abilities when they're destroyed by battle. They can special summon a card from the deck or tutor a card. This will prevent that. It's not even a battle destruction, it's an effect destruction. So that's basically it. Zubaba Knight will get over those battle destruction effects. Other than that, it's not too useful. I don't expect it to see... Too much play, unless the Zubaba archetype has no cards at all, and they need a level three to match the some other monster for their rank three play. Another card you get three copies of is Gagaga Child, level two dark spellcaster, eight hundred twelve hundred. If you control a Gagaga monster other than Child, you can special summon this card from your hand. When summoned this way, you can target a Gagaga monster you control with a different level than this card. This card's level becomes the level of that monster. You cannot conduct your battle phase to turn you activate this effect. So this card comes out fast. That's the only benefit of it. And whatever comes out, it's going to match its level. So it's perfect for an XZ summon. Really, um, you do try to get them out in one turn. The kicker is that you can't conduct your battle phase. So... It depends what's out there. If the Gaga archetype can do it better than this, typically you don't want to toss away your uh, battle phase to turn you do your XC summon. So, really, that limits this card's play. If there are much better cards around, if this is really the only one that they have to use, then they have to use it. But I'm expecting this to be not too useful. It could be useful for something like turning a, a three monster XC summon. So you could get extra material out. This is this could be useful there, but then you still can't attack. And the last card you get three copies of is Gaga Ga Girl, level three spellcaster, one thousand eight hundred. 
You can target a Gaga Ga Magician you control. This card's level becomes the current level of that monster. An Exodus monster that was summoned this turn and other Gaga Ga monsters as Exodus material gains this effect. When this is Exodus summoned, you can target one special summoned monster your opponent controls. Its attack becomes zero. So this is a pretty good card. Um, it works with the Gaga Ga Magician who turns into a different level. So this card can turn into a different level and you can make any Exodus summon um, you know, depending on the rank, you could just modify it based on what's your extra deck. And then the ability, when used as material, it turns a special summoned monster's attack to zero. That reminds me a lot of Lunalite, Crimson Fox, and that's a card that just straight up ended a lot of games. You can expect your opponent to have a special summoned monster. This is the meta we're in. Very rarely do they have normal summoned monsters, typically... I would say there's more more often a special summoned monster than a normal summoned monster. So, pretty good card. Um, depends what else there is in this archetype, but this is a pretty good card to set up some offense to end the game, possibly in that turn. Look at Yuma and Astral's dual skills. First one is Warrior of Hope, number 39. All of the characters, the three characters we have, have a similar dual skill with a different condition for uh, recycling it. But this one, you start off with a Utopia in your extra deck, so an extra monster in the extra deck. With seven, you can have eight. And then when your life points decrease by 2,000, you can return it from your graveyard to your extra deck. So um, this is good for free-to-play players, this skill. If you don't have the Utopia... You didn't buy the box enough to get a Utopia. You can get one for free here. Um, that's really what the skill does. And then you get to recycle the monster when you lose 2,000 life points. That's something... Um, Utopia already stalls like three attacks or two two attacks. So it's, a, it's something for stalling. And it's just good for free-to-play players. That's really what this skill is. You only get a benefit otherwise. Unless you want to have a really big extra deck. But I don't think you're going to go through all your monsters. Next skill is ready for victory. Can be used to turn you control two monsters with the same level. During this turn the attack of Xyz monsters you control increases by 500. The skill can only be used once per duel. This is a lot like beatdown. It doesn't activate a ton. You can only activate it once. Uh, I think a skill like tie that binds is generally better. Because you can do it each turn. But you only get a 300 attack boost there. So um, this this is useful if you, you want to get your monster over a regular break point. Like you have a 2600 attacker. You want to get over 3000 so it would be 3100 instead. So something like that would pre- be pretty useful for that. But otherwise I would rather use tie that binds or something like that. Now this is a skill that they use, um, all of the characters have, called Overlay Gain. Increase the attack of an Xyz monster you control until the end of the turn by the number of Xyz materials times 200. can be used once per turn and twice per duel. So it's another attack buffer, but you can do it twice. Typically not a huge buff, something like 400. Um, most monsters will have two Xyz materials. Some have three, so you can get 600, so that's good for... Gagagigo the Risen, which is a, a card I didn't see much of a purpose for, but it could get 600 attack boost with overlay gain. 
Next skill is Automato Play. Return two Zubaba, Gaga, Ga, Go Go Go, or Dodo Do monsters with different names from your hand to the deck, and add two of those monsters with different names from your hand to your deck. This can be used once per duel. This is pretty good. This works for any of Yuma's four archetypes. Let you return two cards you don't want, and then you get to pick two that you do want. So, um, and this is an or condition. It's not an and. You don't need the different monsters. You just need different names. So you could have two Gaga monsters, and then none of the other ones to recycle to get those back. The ones you want. So a pretty good skill for any of those archetypes that you are running. Numbers rule. Until the end of your opponent's turn, one number monster you control cannot be destroyed by battle except by another number monster. This skill can only be used once per duel. So this is interesting. It gives you protection for almost two turns on that monster. I'm not sure if number monsters will be completely meta, but this is a pretty good stall tactic with Utopia already doing the stalling by default. Number recovery. Select one number monster you control. Recover your life points by its number times 20. This skill can only be used once per duel. So this is another big life point gain skill. We see a lot of life point gain skills with these characters. And air images could make use of this life point gain, but you, if you're playing just anything just to spend life points, it's more it's more life points to use for Herald of, Herald of the Abyss, Cosmic Cyclone, anything like that. So it, it's beneficial for that regard, but otherwise... Gaining life points is not too impactful, but it's just good for your cost so that you can use more of those cards. And the last skill is Dual Fuel. This skill um, can be used the turn you begin with lower life points than your opponent, gain 1,000 life points. This skill can only be used once per turn and twice per duel. So max out at 2,000 life point gain, 2 times 1,000 life point gain. This is something to consider for air images. You could take advantage of two different activations of life point boosts for your effects. So their abilities go off every time you gain life points. So this is useful for that. Even though you only get 2,000 maximum, um, the two different triggers can activate different effects. So it's pretty useful for that. Moving on to the next character, Bronx Stone. His level cards are honestly the worst because you only get two new cards you get a repeat of toy emperor which was a card that they made you do the pick a gift campaign with and sometimes you pick this over the gems and now they're giving you extras which sucks um i wish you got the gems instead but that's what you get and then one copy of tin archduke which we already discussed at a previous episode so tin archduke just one copy of that xyz monster that's all you need but two other cards that you get three copies of, and that is I Iron, level 4, machine 1600, 1800. Once per turn, you can have this card gain 400 attack. This card cannot attack the turn you activate this effect. This is not very useful. Um, you can't use the boost to make it a 2000 attacker. So there's better, there's even better level 4 beat sticks with 2000 attack, 2100 maybe. I'm with 22. So. This card can't even attack with the extra 400 attack, and I'm not really sure what the point is. There's some cards which tribute stuff, or you could use like a Ryoku or something, but it's tributed and you burn half of its attack points, but not a very useful card at all. The other card we get three copies of is Wind Up Rat, level 3. 
Earth Beast 600 600. During your main phase, you can target one wind-up monster in your graveyard. Change this face-up attack position card you control to face-up defense. Special summon that target in defense. This effect can only be used once while this card is face-up on the field. This card is kind of like Junk Synchron. Pretty solid card. You can set up a rank 3 XE summon as long as there's something else that's level 3 in the graveyard or wind-up monster. So, a pretty good card. You need to set up having a monster in the graveyard. Those are his two new cards that we're getting two copies of. He has five unique dual skills. If my uh, internet will work. The first one is Return of the Archduke. This is the default skill where you add an extra tin Archduke to the extra deck. And then also, if your opponent controls a monster in defense, you can return tin Archduke from your graveyard to your extra deck. This can only be used once. So this is a very easy activation for the recycle ability. Otherwise, Tin Archduke is not a um, card you get it from a box, so you just get him anyway. So this is a less good skill than what Yuma has, because Yuma allows you to get a box card. And this is just a free card you can just get from leveling up Bronx Stone. So it just lets you use extra Tin Archdukes, which is not very useful. Next skill is Recycling Reserve can be used as as can be used if you have at least two or more two more machine type monsters in your graveyard than other cards. All cards in your graveyard other than machine type monsters vanish. This skill can only be used once per duel. So this kind of goes along with what the planet characters do, where they make things disappear. So it's not even a banish ability; the card's completely gone. And what this does is it banishes your own cards in the graveyard which I don't see a point to anymore. Given that um, given that Shadow Game is nerfed completely where they, they max out at 400 damage each turn. So it doesn't matter if you have extra stuff in your graveyard. This just gets rid of them to prevent a burn from Shadow Game, but it doesn't really do much anymore since Shadow Game has nerfed so bad. Next skill is I've seen that deck before can be used if you and your opponent control a card with the same name. Recover 500 life points for each different card with the same name. This skill can only be used once per turn and three times per duel. So this can get you a bunch of life points, maybe like 3,000 life points. You could do it three different times, so it's pretty good for activating effects that get on life point gain, like Aramage effects. That's pretty good for them, but... Your opponent has to be playing Aramages at the same time, so it's very situational. This is good for something like Fiendish Chain or something where there's a, a universal card that stays face up and people just have it. But you're probably playing an Aramage Mirror. That's the only way this car, this skill can be useful at all. Very situational on your opponent playing the same cards and you making use of your life point gain too. Next skill, Iron Call, can be used the next turn after Iron Call is activated. Instead of conducting your normal draw, return Iron Call from your graveyard to your hand. This skill can be used once per duel. So this is a pretty good skill, I think. If you're running a machine deck with level 4 monsters, that's a lot of different archetypes do have that ability. So this is almost built for XE summoning. Iron Call lets you target a level 4 machine in your graveyard. Special summon it, effects are negated. Destroy it, so you almost want to get rid of it with an XE Summon. So 
this is a pretty good archetype. You can do another XC summon thanks to recycling Iron Call. Finally, the last skill, Iron Eye. This can be used to turn you activate the effect of a card whose original name is Eye Iron. Increase the attack of one Eye Iron you control by 400. This skill can only be used once per duel and once per turn and three times per duel. Again, this is no point because I, I Iron can't attack the turn you activate his effect. So it's going to be 400, 400, so it's going to be 2400, 800 attack buff for a beater who can't even attack. I'm not sure what's good for. Maybe something's there, but I'm, miss, I'm completely missing the point of that card. Finally, we'll get to Tori Meadows, who probably has the most useful card out of everyone. She also has some recycled cards, Freya, the Spirit of Victory. That card already exists. And she gets a copy of Fairy Cheer Girl, which we already discussed. So two new cards. First is Little Fairy, level 3, Light Fairy, 800-800. Up to twice per turn, you can send one card from your hand to the graveyard. Increase this card's level by 1. This card isn't horrible, but it's not good. And Disposal into the Graveyard is generally a good effect. But it's good only if it's from deck to graveyard. When you're losing hand advantage here, you're just losing cards to play. And yeah, tossing from hand to graveyard is not great. Unless you really, really need some graveyard synergy. So doing it from the deck is much better. You're you're losing card advantage. And this is modulating levels for XC, so you're increasing its level. Give me a rank five. XZs or play or something, but there's easier ways to do it. Probably some character skills are probably better than using a card like this. Now this is the this is the useful card. It's a Teller Knight Skybridge. Quick play spell. Summon one Teller Knight monster you control. Special summon one Teller Knight monster with a different name from your deck. If you do, shuffle the targeted monster into the deck. While the monster special summoned by this effect is face up on the field, you cannot special summon monsters except for Teller Knight monsters. Only activate it one Stellar Knight Skybridge per turn. I've actually never played Stellar Knights, but it is a core card for the archetype, I believe, because you could set up a play for Delteros in one turn. All you need to do is normal summon Deneb, you tutor Altair from the deck, use this card to cheat out a Vega, use Vega to cheat out the Altair that's in your hand. And then you have three level 4 monsters for your XZ summon. I think that's what it's for. I've seen Satellar Knights have this card in their deck. So, you know, level up Tori Meadows, get that card. And it seems like the most useful card out of every, every single you know, level up card here. Let's talk about Tori's dual skills, Let Me Duel 2. Can be used if you have normal summoned a fairy monster and set two or more cards from your hand during the first turn. Gain 2,000 life points. This can only be used once per duel. This could be good for counter trap fairies because counter trap fairies typically you normal summon a monster and then you set a bunch of counter traps. So it's heavy reliance on that play. You do have to set two though, so two counter traps. And gaining life points is solid for the deck because Rebirth of Parshaft costs 2,000. I mean, it costs 1,000, so they do need to pay for life points. So, pretty. this is probably the skill to use for Counter Trap Fairies. Next skill is pretty bad. It's called Have Some Dual Fuel. can only be used in tag duels at the beginning of your, your partner's next turn. 
your partner gains 2,000 life points. This can only be used once per duel. So this buffs your partner in a tag duel, which, you know, you can't even do tag duels until certain events come along, so it's more of like a PvE skill. Not very useful. Fairy Returns. This is the skill that gives you a free uh, Fairy Cheer Girl into the extra deck. The way you recycle her is if you have two or less cards in your hand, return Fairy Cheer Girl from your graveyard to your extra deck. So yeah, this is the same thing as Bronx Stone, where this is a free card. It's not like Utopia, where you have to buy it, so not great. And the last skill, Cheer Up Fairies, can be used if your life points are 3,000 or less. Place a Fairy Cheer Girl from your extra deck on top of one little fairy you control. This is an XZ Summon. This skill can only be used once per duel. A very interesting skill here because the skill is an XZ Summon. You've never seen a skill be a Synchro Summon. So now you get a monster, a Fairy Cheer Girl with one XZ's material. Typically you're going to use... She normally requires two. So you get kind of like a cheap Summon. You get a, an XZ summon out really fast, but there's only one material on it. So you lose one extra card draw. You only get one material to draw. So that that's less good as... that's There's positives and benefits, obviously. You get the XZ summon out quick. It might not get affected by back row or effects that interfere with the XZ summon. So that's a, that's a benefit there. You lose a card draw. That's negative. And then another negative is you have to run Little Fairy, which is not a very good card. So... You're going to need to run that card in your deck. Overall, that's what makes this skill not great. I don't think this is a great skill because of the condition of running Little Fairy into the deck. Let's get to the ranked dual cards that were available as of October 2020. Two new cards here. Um, they're not very useful cards, but they're fun to talk about. In the UR slot, we have Sophia, Goddess of Rebirth. Dark Fairy, 11 stars, 3600-3400. Cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned from your hand by banishing one face-up Ritual, Fusion, Synchro, and Exe's Monster from anywhere on the field. Cannot be special summoned other ways. This card's special summon cannot be negated. When this card is special summoned, banish all cards, all other cards from both players' hands, fields, and graveyards. Cards and effects cannot be activated in response to this effect's activation. Now, if you just heard that, this is the ultimate bomb onto the board. Banish everything that's, in, that's not in the deck, except it's also like such a meme. Like You need one ritual, one fusion, one synchro, one exes. There's no other way to do it. And because there are three monster zones, one of those, at least one of those, will have to come from your opponent. That'll be pretty fun. Um, you know, more than likely they have synchro right now. Maybe in XZ's ritual monsters are few and far between. Fusion, maybe. So the setup on this, the deck building on this, is going to be ridiculous. Like, there's no way. There's no way you'll ever even see this card in casual duels, like unranked duels. Like it's gonna be such a yeah, like it'll be amazing. And if you if I ever saw this card being played, but I don't think I'm ever gonna see this card being played unless I I know my opponent's doing it on purpose and I let them do it. Like, there's no way. There's no way you could ever see this card being played. 
That would be really cool, though. Alright. Iron Chain Blasters from the SR slot. Earth Warrior, 2 stars, 1100 attack, 0 defense. Once per turn, you can send 1 Iron Chain Monster you control to the graveyard to inflict 400 damage to your opponent. This is where you have to be careful when you're reading things um, from different websites. This is a TCG card. Inflict 800 damage. This card's been nerfed from the burn damage nerf, so 400 damage to your opponent. Iron Chains aren't really existent in Duel Links. You, we have the cards, but there's not enough of them to make anything work. They're a mill deck. Uh, this one self-mills. Uh, yeah, I mean, this isn't really mill either. You send the Iron Chain from your field to the graveyard and inflicts 400, so it's not really... It, it's a lot worse than I thought it was. Um... Yeah, it's just, it doesn't really have much play, but let's say someone's trying to build a burn deck. This is a piece in a burn deck, I guess, but it doesn't stay on the board much with this, with 1100 attack, zero defense. Not very useful at all. Uh, that's, that's what I have to say, but usually if you've collected enough SR tickets, you can't afford, you know, getting more SR cards, I guess. All right. So, upcoming news, mid-October, Turbo Duel Grand Prix, New York Heart, Dragon Knight, Draco, Equisti, and SR, Archfiend, Interceptor. Mid-October, Tour Guide, Bingo, and a new SR, Antidote, Nurse. Mid-October, Return of Clash at Crash Town. New skill from Kaelin called Shell of a Ghost. Mid-October, probably Axel Brody. New UR, Inferno, and SR, Volcanic Slicer. Late October, new Legendary Duelist from Zexel, uh, Shark. And also late October, Mission Circuit, new SR card, Playmaker. So again, apologies. This is a very fast and abbreviated episode. I'm just strapped for time, and that's what it is. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Search the Duel Assessment. Subscribe, like, comment, do it all. Uh, tweet, Duel underscore Assessment. Send me any comments or anything like that. And that is all. So that is it for this week. I'll see you next time. Take care.